Our show today was brought to you by BetDSI.com. B-E-T-D-S-I.com. They have been paying winners for over 20 years, and they're one of the top-rated betting review sites. Use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash. All you have to do is go online and use their easy mobile site. They're one of the fastest payouts in the industry. You play, you win, and you get paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. You can bet on football and all major sports, but what about politics? Reality TV. Really? Reality TV? Hello, Jersey Shore. Esports and virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI where you can bet on every play, every drive, and every score until the final whistle blows. I like that. Me like betting on my football. Use promo code DIRTY18. Remember, it's DIRTY18. And the first time deposit will get 101 bonus match on your money up to $1,000. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code DIRTY18 and get the limited time 101% bonus up to $1,000. It's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI.com. B-E-T-D-S-I.com. All right, guys, back to the show. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear... What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan-fucking-tabulous Rebecca Love! And now... Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So today I interviewed Mr. Skin. Mm-hmm. You might know him from the Howard Stern Show. Maybe the references in the blockbuster comedy Knocked Up. He also has Mr. Man. So Mr. Skin is female nudity in movies. And Mr. Man, well, it's the male version. It's the spinoff. But we're going to... And when I say we're, I'm not me, myself, and I. Um, we dig deep into how he got started, his Mr. Skin podcast, uh, <laughs> how it all got started. Uh, we talk about True Blood, Westworld, Game of Thrones, uh, about his mom. Yep, his mom helping him. We got some fan questions from Badoop, Jocelyn Stone. And a few others, Carl D. What else can I tell you? Oh, he's uh, doing a book too. But you're going to get all this, all this in the podcast, little nuggets, how it got started. You know, he's famous. He's famous. And I had him on Talking Dirty on Adult Film Star Network. Can you believe it? Even I was a little nervous. Mm Mm-hmm. I really prepared for this. And if I sound like I'm a little, well, if I sound like I'm nervous, because I am, it's Mr. Skin. I know, I know. I should never put someone up on a pedestal. Shame on me. Shame on me. But I did. And I got nervous. And 
the afterthought with the fan questions on Twitter and Facebook. So I'm sorry if I didn't get to all your questions. I should have done this a little bit ago, but it was an afterthought. Uh, so yeah, we're going to dig deep and Mr. Skin is not shy. It was a beautiful story told on Talking Dirty. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Mr. Skin interview. Today we have Mr. Skin on the line for this podcast. He's well he has a well-known website, Mr. Skin, which specializes in locating, posting, and rating female nudity in television and film, and an amazing podcast on all platforms. Mr. Skin, are you there? Hey Rebecca, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Are you kidding me? I'm honored to have you on this podcast. <laughs> No, my pleasure. And I very rarely do I get to go on someone's podcast who also happens to have been an actress in movies that are at my website. So that's pretty cool. I like to torture myself. This is what I do. Uh, <laughs> so let's get right down to it. How did Mr. Skin happen? Well, it started when I was a kid. I grew up as a little kid in the 70s and then later when I was in high school and college in the 80s. And I, you know, when I grew up, there was no internet, no cable television. Um, you, the only real choices I had were ABC, NBC, and CBS, which featured zero nudity. And, you know, I was a, you know, a coming of age youngster and, uh, you know, I'd sneak magazines and do what kids did back then. But um, then all of a sudden, uh, the heavens opened and uh, we got uh, cable TV in the fall of 1980 in my home. And coincidentally, at the same time, the um, uh, Betamax and VHS machines uh, started. So all of a sudden, in my home, I had all these R-rated movies from HBO, Cinemax, and Showtime, you know, um, uh, drive-in movies, black exploitation films, uh, Italian sex comedies, British sex farces, and it was like going from zero to a hundred. And and I had a, uh, machines to record them, so I was a a very happy kid. And I just became kind of a you know I would collect this stuff, entertain my friends with highlight reels of nude scenes from movies, and and because of that I gained a knowledge of this stuff that, you know, I have a good memory. I had a lot of fun with it and was organized and over time built up like a, <laughs> an archive of all these great nude scenes and um, mostly just to impress my friends or uh, I was a great guy at parties. If you'd asked me if any actress had ever been naked, I knew off the top of my head if they had. And, you know, fast forward, which is a something I do a lot, you know, fast forward to the 90s, and uh, I was in a bar, and um, some of my friends were doing the usual quizzing me about actresses, and a guy happened to have a radio show in Chicago where I live, and he overheard these guys quizzing me, and he couldn't believe off the top of my head I knew, like, any actress they asked me where, not only if an actress had been nude in a movie, but how far into the movie and stuff like that, and he was impressed, and he said, you know, you have to come on my radio show and, um, you know, show off this talent. And I said, well, 
I'm working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. My parents have no idea about this. And instead of using my real name, could we just come up with a moniker for this one-time thing? It'll be funny, and then I'll be done. So we came up with Mr. Skin. I went on the show. And much to my surprise, it became a very popular segment on the radio in the late 90s in Chicago. And finally, I had been on the radio so much just doing this for fun that someone approached me in 1998 and said, you have to put what's in your head into a website. It'll, it'll blow people's minds. You'll do really real well. And I said, well, what's a website? I had no idea. And uh, soon after, I raised a little money and launched MrSkin.com. And uh, here we are, fast forward 19 years. I've been doing this since 1999, and I have about 35 uh, SK employees. I'm looking out over the out of my office right now at them hard at work. And I really, Rebecca, have the, really a great job. It's so much fun. Uh, people love to work here. I get to look at nude scenes all the time and have a riot. And uh, it, it was not something I planned. It just kind of happened. But here I am. Wow, that's that's an amazing story. Is that what did you want to be when you grew up? It wasn't Mr. Skin, was it? <laughs> no, I wanted to be the center fielder for the Chicago White Sox, but that wasn't going to happen. And uh, um, and that's fine. And like you said, like I remember when I was I was working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. I was working as a as a clerk. You know those guys that used to. They don't do it so much anymore because it's all computerized. But back in the day. Um, there were brokers in these huge pits yelling and screaming, and there'd be people on phones uh, barking in orders and doing hand signals. Well, I would stand as a clerk on the outside of the pit, and um, it was grueling work, but it really invigorating and a ton of fun. And I would take orders via hand signals from phone clerks and lean into the pit and tell our broker what to you know, buy or sell and keep track of all that stuff. And I would that's what I was doing, but I knew that's not – what I was going to do the rest of my life, but it was a way to make a living. I wasn't making a ton of money. I was a clerk, but uh, then this whole thing happened and I had to make a decision. Am I going to quit my job and start this website? And I, I did make the decision. Luckily I tell my friends, you know, luckily I wasn't making a ton of dough because if I was, I probably never would have, you know, decided to launch this website, but thank God, <laughs> thank God I was a bit of a failure because, um, it allowed me to have like a, ah, what the hell, let me give it a try attitude. It wasn't like I was walking away from some great job um, where I was making all this money. But here we are 19 years later, and obviously it's been a very successful website. It's, you know, very, uh, it's very pop culture. People know Mr. Skin. Um, we have a pretty good reputation. We have a lot of fun with this. And, um, you know, I'm really happy with obviously how it all turned out. Well, you're referenced a lot. I mean, in Knocked Up and a whole bunch yeah, of different shows. That that's cool. the that's the one that comes to the top of my head. And you're you were also on the Howard Stern show. Yeah, well, I've actually I was just looking I'm I'm working actually on a book right now for uh, with a publisher in New York about, you know, my the story that I kind of told you in in 2 minutes and how it all happened and uh I was just trying to figure out how many times I've been in studio at the Howard Stern show. And I couldn't believe it. I've been in there 20 times in studio. Uh, last, um, March 5th, a Monday was my 20th appearance on the show. And I couldn't believe it because it's surreal for me, Rebecca, because I'm like a biggest Howard Stern fan as there is. So, you know, 364 days of the year, I'm just listening to the show like everyone else. 
but then there's that one day a year where I'm in the studio being a part of the show. So it's, it's really a surreal experience for me. Do you get nervous going in? You said 20 times yes. and, and you're 100%. a fan. <laughs> yeah, people think that, you know, when I'm on the air, I sound calm and cool and collected, but it's very nerve wracking. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm such a big fan of the show. I don't want to be the guy that like does a shitty interview, interview or is boring or, you know, it doesn't go well. I, I always, and I always, I, I'm like, oh man, everyone really enjoyed my appearance from the texts and emails I get. I got to do better next, you know, I, I got to, it's got to be as good or not better the next time I'm on. It's a lot of, it's a lot to live up to, not to mention, you know, it's the Howard Stern show. It's, it's a big deal, but I got to say Howard's re- always been really cool to me and always been um, uh, really fun. And he really digs what I do and thinks it's great. So that makes it a lot easier and maybe a lot less pressure than it could be. But you're Mr. Skin. You're just as popular. You're referenced. No, no, no. Let's let's not get carried away. I do not want to say I'm as popular as Howard Stern, but I will say I could say that my website gets more people than Howard's. But that's that's a different uh, thing. But no, in no way, shape, or form am I even in the same ballpark as Howard Stern. It's a good problem to have. A lot of visitors. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Now, you said you're writing a book. It's not the only book you have out there. There was one in 2005, Mr. Skin's, I'm going to say this wrong, Skincyclopedia? Yeah. Yeah, great. No, it's a, yes, our Skincyclopedia uh, came out in 2005, and we um, chronicled in the book uh, 2005 actresses uh, and all their nudity, what movies they were nude in. It was basically putting our website into a kind of a reference book form at the time in 2005. And um, it actually did pretty well. We were at St. Martin's. And then we did a uh, Skintastic video guide in 2007, a couple years later, which was our, our favorite movies that had the most nudity. And that was fun also. But this is more about me and my story. And uh, it's been fun to work on. And it's, it's also made me realize that how lucky I am when I think back at you know, how I got to this point, because I truly did not plan it. That's for sure. I honestly would like to see the movie. <laughs> I'm one of those no, people well, that don't read the book as often. But when it's a movie, and it's a true story, I'm fascinated. And I'm curious, who would play you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, You know what, I really, truly don't know. It obviously have to be someone in their, in their 20s or 30s, because that's, you know, the age when I started this, but, uh, I don't know. I sound like a jerk and come up with someone that's like really hot or something, <laughs> but, um, I haven't really thought of that as a movie, but, um, it, it, if you could figure out how to work in the movie references into the movie, in other words, without having to pay through the nose for the rights, right. um, it could be a really cool movie. Cause it is funny, like, you know, how this all happened and how, how, if you think about it, how crazy it is that just because I memorized all these nude scenes, I made a, a business out of it, which is pretty crazy. Well, it definitely be a great marketing tool for those movies that people forget about. And if it was brought oh, up yeah. in the book or the Lifetime movie, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, no, no, it is. And it's and that's one of the things that um, why movie studios and, and a lot of actresses, too, really dig what we do, because... Um, 
you know, we get all this traffic, you know, 7 million visitors a month to our website, but then, um, you know, we're promoting on the front page movies that you probably haven't heard of, but feature some great nude scenes, which is great free publicity for these movies or television shows. And it gets guys interested in them. Uh, let's face it. If you had a choice between watching uh, a great show with nudity or a great show without nudity, we only have so much time, right? Uh, in the day, I'll, I'll take the one with great nudity every time. I'm right there with you. I enjoy yeah, a good breast or two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get it. And uh, yeah, and that's, and listen, the other thing too is we've always been from day one, our thing was let's, um, let's be really positive with this stuff. Like we don't go try to find actresses who maybe don't have the best body or are overweight or whatever and like fat shame or do anything like, I don't care if Kathy Bates does a nude scene, we're excited that she decided to do one because my feeling has always been there's some guy somewhere out there that is so excited that Kathy Bates did a nude scene that why would I ever rain on his parade? So our kind of editorial slant, uh, no pun intended, is the fact that we um, is we've always are positive, like we're always celebrating nudity in movies or television. And I think a lot of people realize that when they come to our website, we're not... Um, we're not uh, mean or we're not, um, you know, we're, we're happy that actresses do nude scenes. You're sex positive or nudity positive. We're, sex, we're nudity positive. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, it's a big day at our office when an actress makes her nude debut or, or uh, um, there's a great nude scene on, a, on one of the, uh, all those awesome Sunday night television shows. Like Mondays are always uh, fun here because there's so many TV shows for my uh, crack staff out there uh, uh, that go through all the movies and television shows. Mondays are always very busy. In fact, they get in a lot earlier on Mondays than the other days because there's just so many uh, television shows that come out uh, Sunday night, and we got to get that, you know, that data into the website uh, early Monday morning so that the people who come to our website could check it out. You mentioned um, Kathy Bates, and I had a fan question for you from Carl D., and he mm-hmm. wanted to know who's your oldest nude celebrity. Well, um, Jessica, if you're talking celebrity, Jessica Tandy was 84 years old um, when she did a movie called Camellia in 1994. At the 47-minute mark, she goes for a skinny dip. And it's, it's one of the few times an actress is more wrinkly uh, before <laughs> she goes in the water than when she comes out. But it, it's, it's an amazing uh, fun nude scene from Jessica Tandy in uh, Camellia is the name of the movie. And Bridget Fonda is also in the movie. But think about that, an 84-year-old actress who was in Driving Miss Daisy the, the same year uh, went fully nude in a skinny dip scene. It's pretty amazing. I bet. What? That's... <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, I want to go see it now. Yeah, that's is is um that's always the thing is like put in perspective. The same year Driving Miss Daisy came out, Jessica Dandy was nude in the movie, so that that puts it in perspective for you. (laughs) Now you have Mister Skin the website, but you also have a podcast. Tell me a little bit about that and your amazing co-host. Oh, Andrea Lowell's the co-host of the Mister Skin podcast, and uh. Uh, obviously, you can find it at our website or wherever you go to look for podcasts. It's out there. But um, 
I started doing it about two years ago, and um, I'd always been uh, the guys in my office were always telling me to do uh, a podcast, but I always felt like you know what I do so many radio interviews that why do I need to do a podcast? I'm already getting the word out about Mr. Skin. But the fun thing is with the podcast is um, we are able to kind of give an update every week about what's new at the website, what's new on television, what's new in movies. And when I was deciding to do it, I was trying to think who'd be a great someone to co-host with me. Because I, I, I realized people don't understand the listen to podcasts or radio shows that there's a big difference between being a guest or, or running the show and uh, it, 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 they're totally different things. And I knew what my limitations were, and I felt like, all right, I, I've never done this before. I was never in the driver's seat. And I really wanted to have someone with me that had some radio experience, but more importantly was a woman that you know, had a real passion for what I was going to be talking about. And it just so happened that for like 12 years, I had gone on the Playboy morning show with Andrea Lowell and Kevin Klein and different people over time. And um, Andrea was always the co-host. And I was always impressed by how good she was as a, a radio personality. She has great energy, a great voice, loves talking about uh, female nudity in movies, and was just the perfect person. So I was really, I hit her up and I said, you know, Andrea, would you want to be a part of my podcast? And luckily, uh, she, we're, we were able to find a time where we could tape it every week. And she's in L.A., I'm in Chicago. Yet, if you listen to the podcast, you have no idea that we're not in the same room, which is the cool thing about podcasts, as you know. And, um, yeah, just to have her really makes it. And it's been a lot of fun. And we have I have great advertising. Uh, Streammate's a big advertiser of my podcast. And um, it, it makes money. And... I get to talk about nudity for uh, all the latest nude scenes for 45 minutes to an hour every week. I had, I have huge celebrity guests like yourself uh, on it. And uh, okay, now you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, Streamate, and you actually have a model of the week on your podcast. Yeah, and that's what they do. So what what we do in the middle of the podcast is we interview different uh, streammate girls. And I got to tell you, it's been really cool doing this. Uh, this Because I, I, I know like a couple years ago, I really didn't know about uh, cam, cam girls and stuff. And every year I've been going to AVN since like 2000, since I started this, literally every January I'm out at AVN uh, for Internext and the AVN show. And um, what I've noticed over the last five years is it used to be like the girls in porn were the most, you know, where all the guys would want to get their autographs and there'd be tons of fans that all the girls that the porn stars at their booths and stuff. But over the last like five years, I started to notice that the cam girls were the ones that had the long lines and, and these, this incredible fandom. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And ever since I've been, you know, working with Streamate and, and them, um, you know, advertising on my podcast, I've gotten to know a lot more about it. And it, it's really, I mean, if you think about it from, a, a, you know, a group, female's perspective, like you could either do porn, which is totally cool, not a problem, or you could set up a business in your apartment and um, reach tons of people and make great money and 
you know, remain relatively uh, anonymous and all that other stuff. And I'm telling you, some of these girls make a ton of dough and rightly so, because they're great. And I'm amazed at how much traffic sites like stream may get. How many, how many, uh, I think I do well, those like Streamate blows me away, you know, both in revenue and traffic. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, cam modeling is the new age of live entertainment yeah. and streaming. Uh, okay, so I have a question from Jocelyn Stone. Mm-hmm. And she asked, does he get any grief from mainstream production companies for using footage or can he only reference their footage via link? No, not at all. In fact, a lot of movie studios and especially PR firms, send us screeners of stuff so we could promote it. Um, It's a good question because way back in 1999 when I launched this, before I launched it, it it was probably 98 and 99 leading up to it. I didn't want to like launch this thing and it get my website get taken down in three months because I was doing something illegal. And if you come to our website, you'll see there's a ton of editorial content. There's a ton of reviewing, rating, and all that. And because of that, we really we look at these movies. We're reviewing movies and rating movies for the nudity, um, which is uh, allows us under fair use to be able to show a small sample of a movie. Now, granted, we only care about the nudity, but that's what we're reviewing. And we don't care if it's a good movie or a bad movie. Never have, never will. We just care that you know, about the nudity. But because of that, um, you know, we've been doing this now 19 years and not only are we still around and obviously don't fly under the radar, but many movie studios and uh, uh, PR firms send us screeners of stuff so that we could have it on the site and promote it to our, you know, 7 million visitors a month. Wow. That's so many visitors. <laughs> yeah, it's a I lot. wish I had that, that problem. Have... <laughs> I know everyone. Yeah. But you know, we've been around 19 years too and get a lot of free publicity and Howard Stern show and all that. So and you hit the boom of the internet. Yeah, exactly. I was there at the beginning, you know, at the beginning when, I mean, this, my site predates like Facebook, it predates Google, YouTube. I mean, they didn't exist when I launched on August 10th of 1999. They did not exist. Pretty crazy. Well, I have a question. I don't know if this is a rumor, but was it such a big job that you had to recruit your mom to help you? <laughs> yes, my mom actually still works for me as a skin turn. And uh, uh, she lives in Arizona with my dad. And, uh, um, you know, we have a lot of, there's a lot of uh, busy work to run this website, um, data entry. You know, a lot of people obviously want to see the pics and clips of the nude scenes, but you know, each movie, we have to have character names and the year the movie came out and who the director was and, you know, the actress information, what was their place of birth, their date of birth, um, how many movies were they nude in, um, all these different things that have to be uh, inputted into the website. And I have uh, people that work here, even summer, summer interns here, I have people, you know, the newer people that in content do a lot of that work. But I also have uh, my mom, uh, who's been doing it for 15 years from uh, her home in Arizona, helping out the website. It's a, it's a family business also, Rebecca. So, Well, you also have Mr. Man. Does your mom like that site? Does she get to, like, go through that? <laughs> you know what? I've never asked her if she likes it. That would be, uh, I would assume she likes, she's, let's put it this way, she's happy for uh, 
she's happy for the success of Mr. Skin and Mr. Man. But I, I don't know if my mom goes on Mr. Man, but I'm sure she does, and I, I'd be proud if, if she does. So. I'm sorry. Did I just make you think about your mom looking at naked men? Yeah, now, now you just made me think I'm about sorry. my mom looking at men's cocks. So thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I didn't put it that way, but okay. Maybe she's just looking at their bum. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, this big boom in television, you know, and boy, with Netflix being a big player and and um, Hulu and Amazon, things that didn't exist even, you know, 10 years ago as far as original content, um, it's, it's really amazing how much nudity there is now uh, on television. And you watch some of these television shows, it's, tr- it's like watching a movie. Like one episode of Game of Thrones is probably as much as spend more than most movies will spend, you know. But um, it's really, really incredible. And what's happened is not only is there a ton more female nudity now, but a ton more male nudity. So Mr. Man is doing very well. Uh, and there is no shortage, uh, pun intended, of content for <laughs> Mr. Man. There's there's tons of guys doing new scenes now. Um, I know you're a family man. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> how does your wife feel about this? Totally cool. I met her uh, right before I launched the website. She's been with me all that time. And uh, listen, I I still go to my kids. Uh, baseball games, cross-country meets, uh, you know, we go to dinner with other couples. We're normal in every way, except that while other guys might be uh, in my neighborhood, might own companies or be hedge fund people or lawyers or doctors or whatever, I just happen to own MrSkin.com. But we're we're pretty normal. And, and the funny thing is, I, I, I don't think about what I do for a living. I'm more about my family and all the work that has to get done and how busy we are. I don't sit around thinking I'm Mr. Skin. I don't walk into a, a party and say, hi, I'm Mr. Skin. I use my real name. And you'd think we're really normal until you learn what I do for a living, I guess. So what do you do for a living? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm in the internet business. Yeah. Well, that narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, exactly. I have a... Quick story. I uh, my daughter put on one of your T-shirts one day, Mister Man. That was the first time okay. I must have got it from AVN Swag Stuff, and yeah, sure. I brought it home. And she was put it on. She was going to college that day, and I'm like, Mister Man, Mister Man. Let me just double check that. And, oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, uh huh. Okay. Well, she was already out the door when I was doing the <laughs> research, so. She didn't have anything yeah, else well, to change into, but I'm sure UNLV, the college loved it. The kids just yeah no. And the funny thing is, is no one really. It's we don't. There's not pictures of naked men on the shirt. It's just it just says Mr. Man. So 99% of the people, it'll just be a cool looking shirt. There might be one percent that do a little research, but even if they did, it, you know, it it's it's a website where you just see male nudity in film and television and listen if you turn on your television set these days there's there's plenty of nudity uh for people to view i i I don't think people are so prudish about that like maybe they used to be well i know i watched true blood and westworld that was my oh yeah that was my go-to um that was my my spank bank material i didn't even think of game of thrones right no well you know westworld i always was saying that i'm i'm I was really, 
I knew when Westworld was launching, when you, you, when you could create women or men that are robots, yet you cannot tell the difference in this futuristic society where the, the robots are so good that they are you know, just like real people. You just knew there, were going to be a, there was going to be a lot of sex and that. That just is granted, right? What I didn't count on with Westworld was all the clinical nudity where Evan Rachel Wood and the other actresses in the, on the show would go into the lab to be like worked on by the, by the, you know, the scientists or the technicians. And they would just have these actresses sit there, especially in the first season, completely nude uh, in these labs and never put a blanket on them or ever, anything. So like the amount of clinical nudity from Tandy Newton or Evan Rachel Wood or, uh, you know, Angela Serafin or any of the, the uh, actresses from that show was just overwhelming. I, I really think the first season of Westworld was one of the greatest seasons for celebrity nudity on television ever. Yeah, it was. I mean, that. Yeah. And you know, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. know. I watch yeah. a lot of TV shows for nudity. And I thank yeah. you, Mr. Skin. <laughs> yeah, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'll make sure you have a lifetime password because you'll need that. So. Oh, no. I will never <laughs> leave this room. <laughs> now the That's funny. I think I read somewhere that you said the grossest. I know you said you're not into shaming and all that, but was Human Centipede. I'm a horror movie girl, so is it? Yeah, we put, yeah, we put it at the website. Just, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, a, it's a movie. for that, that came out in the one year... There were two, but the, the 2009 one, uh, we have the stuff with Ashlyn Yenny and uh, uh, some of the other girls. And is it, was it a, a turn on to me? I can't say that. But listen, that was a pretty crazy wild movie. But yes, we have the nude scenes from uh, both the Human Centipede movies. Mm. So I have a couple more fan questions. Yeah. Um, this came from Badoop. He said, celebrity that Mr. Skin would like to have shots of, but don't exist or are not available? He's asking um, stuff that I, I know exists. Say that again? Well, he's asking, is there a celebrity that you would like to have on Mr. Skin, but there's oh, yeah, no yeah, shots yeah. of? Yeah, great question. I think from when I was a little kid, uh, Raquel Welch is one that I always wished. Oh, God, yes. Seen. She had such a great body, and she was always in a bikini and stuff, but never did a real nude scene, unfortunately. Um, more modern day, like, I, I love um, Christina Hendricks. She was on Mad Men. She was, like, the, the redheaded office manager with the voluptuous body. Uh, that's another, um, you know, that's another actress that <clears throat> I would love to have done a, a nude scene at, you know, our website, but... Uh, um, unfortunately she has, and there's, there's others, but, uh, uh, one that's more of a younger one that guys would know is, a uh, Mila Kunis. Um, and before anyone says, oh, I've seen her nude in friends with benefits or forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, those were body doubles and not her. So, uh, Mila Kunis is another one that's, uh, on my list of girls. I hope do a nude scene, uh, soon. I forgot all about body doubles. Do you also post on their body doubles and, and yeah, put we, their name? We've always um, um, we've always had a policy where we tell you um, if if it's a body double or CGI, which is a newer <laughs> a newer way to have a 
a nude scene ruined. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, always at our website very clear that if an actress's scene has nudity, we'll point out, hey guys, it's not the actresses. <laughs> We're sorry, that's a body double. Oh, man, what a letdown. But I like it. <laughs> I like it. No, it's a good, you know, you want to know if, hey, listen, if you're going to pleasure yourself to a great nude scene, you owe it to yourself to know if you're pleasuring it to the actual actress or a body double. I think that's important. So I want to know if they're faking it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you work a lot. What does Mr. Skin do for fun? Because a lot of people are going to think this is hella fun. Yeah, well, the, that's the weird thing about what I do is I go on vacation and I'm like, oh, man, I want to get back to work or it's really fun, you know, because this truly is like I imagine like I come into work and I see some of my people that are working for me. They're having a meeting about like what what to promote on the website this week, like what were the best nude scenes this week or, um, hey, we have a, a meeting. We're going to be uh, working on the the our anatomy awards of of what was the best in nudity for the year and stuff like that. I mean, that, those are fun meetings. I mean, we don't have a lot of boring meetings here. So what I do for a living, first of all, is so much fun. But just for myself, I mean, I'm obviously I got three kids. I I'm always at like soccer games, baseball games, basketball games, all that stuff like a normal uh, dad. Um, I, uh, you know, like to hang with friends, go out to nice dinners uh, on the weekend in, in Chicago. And uh, I'm pretty normal other than, other than what I do for a living. Well, I think you have an amazing job. And is there any, a best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, well, uh, if I had to say that uh, the best advice I could give is if you have a great idea, uh, or you think you have a great idea, I really take a second to think about what it is you're doing. And if you don't absolutely love what you're doing, give it a shot. Because believe me, I, I knew less, and I'm still not the most sophisticated technology guy in the world by any means. And I've, I have this uh, website after 19 years. I had no clue what I was doing when I started. I just I just really had a passion that I wanted to do it. And I, I see so many people that they have jobs they, they don't really like and maybe they're making decent money. And then they get an opportunity to do something that they really love, but it maybe doesn't pay at the time the same amount of money, maybe a little less, and they're reluctant to do it. And I'm like, man, if one advice I'd give people, and I know everyone's situation's different and I get it, but man, if you have a chance to do something you love, go for it because you know, life's short, as you know, and it's like there's nothing better than waking up in the morning and loving what you get to do. Oh, it's the best, waking up and getting straight to work. Most people, they just don't have that. Most people can't wait till Friday. I know. What is that? What is they Friday? They hate their jobs. <laughs> they hate their jobs. But there's sometimes <laughs> I wish I had vacation time or the summer's off or the weekend off because it's well, yeah, a constant course, battle. Everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. And I find myself being like, oh, you big baby, you got, you got to drive to traffic to work today. And I'm like, wait a second. Think about where I'm driving. I'm driving to like uh, a Mecca of just it, it, fun. I, I walk into my office and everyone's happy all the time. And it's, it's, just a cool, fun place to work. Well, is there anything else 
that you want to add or plug? Oh, um, no, just uh, when you have a chance, stop by MrSkin.com. Uh, I think if you come here, you'll, you'll see a, a certain, not only a level of expertise, obviously, but a, you, you, you could see a passion and, a, and you could see that it's not just me, but all the people that work here really love uh, nudity in film and television. And we have a really pa- uh, real passion for it and a, a cool sense of humor with it. And uh, it's a happy place. If, if you see someone on television and you think, my God, that girl's beautiful. I wonder if she's ever done a nude scene. Stop by MrSkin.com and vice versa. If you see a, a dude in a movie or television show and you always wondered if he'd ever done a nude scene, just go to MrMan.com and, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That, just, just check out the website. Push your uh, on Twitter at MrSkin. Yes, at and MrSkin on Twitter. I have to say, this was a skin-tastic interview. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Rebecca. I had a, I had a ton of fun, and I, uh, as I was talking to you, I hit up uh, – the producer of my podcast, and he is, uh, as we speak, putting together a lifetime password for you for both Mr. Skin and Mr. Man, so you're set for life. Uh, whatever you want to check out, go. You, you could do so free of charge for the rest of your life. Do you hear that, Gina Gershon? Do you hear that, James Franco? <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Oh, they're all there. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you for just coming on the podcast and donating some of your time and I really appreciate it no my pleasure Rebecca thanks a lot it was great all right thank you did you enjoy it did you like it did you feed your ear holes it was good stuff right Wait till you listen to Mr. Skin Podcast. Andrea from Playboy. Her voice is to die for. But Mr. Skin is cool too. So yeah, could you tell? Could you tell I was nervous? Because I was. (laughs) But I do miss that Jocelyn Stone wasn't here. But we got to give that girl a break sometimes. (laughs) And I like doing the podcast where it's a little bit more intimate and it's a one-on-one. She does it to me. She does. But I miss her. I like doing the show together. She completes me. But you guys already know that. Remember, go to at Mr. Skin on Twitter. If you're listening to this podcast, let him know. Because I am just a little pin drop compared to his 7 million visitors. Just let him know you enjoyed the podcast. Tag him in it. Because I felt like he donated his time and he didn't have to. He didn't have to do it for Talking Dirty on Adult Film Star Network. He didn't have to, but he did. And that makes him a good guy. Tell me I said so. <laughs> Again, I'm Rebecca Love. You've been listening to Talking Dirty on Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter, at RebeccaLoveXXX, and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.